We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Just to kind of start off, what has the start of the camp been like for you? And kind of what's your routine been? How's everything been going? Yeah, camp's been going great. Uh, We've just been working out, conditioning with the, with the strength coaches and then practicing with our position coaches getting some walkthrough reps in and then have uh, two to three virtual meetings for the rest of the day. Uh, it's been a tedious process uh, being able to, um, you know, go through things kind of in a slow motion OTA facet and be able to get ready for the start of training camp with pads. So I'm excited to keep going and uh, get ready for the season. Now that you've been able to be on the field with the entire offense, what stuck out to you places that, that you like and places that you feel like, okay, when the season gets here, we got to hone in on this. Yeah, I think right now this is the biggest thing is the details of the plays, um, just knowing uh, way guard pulls versus a certain uh, front and then you know how receivers routes turn differently versus different coverages of different um, alerts of different plays. And I did in the same page with the offense coordinator and what he wants and a, a concept when he calls it and then the objective of what we're trying to get done. And I'm feeling like the more reps we get, the more time we get uh, as a unit, as an offensive unit, we'll be ready to go. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Dwayne, John Kime, ESPN. Um, thanks for doing this. Um, with Alex Smith, where he's at, first of all, what do you think of what he's doing and the possibility of more competition at that position? Yeah, I'm excited for Alex. I hope he gets back to full, you know, 100% health. Um, whoever's in the quarterback room, I have to compete with. And, um, you know, even though he's not really practicing with the offense, he's still working hard. And um, even if we get to run against each other in competition and drills, I'm trying sure he gets me better and I get him better. And uh, we look at Alex as somebody as a mentor in the room that can help us every day uh, as far as getting ready for playing each week and who we're getting ready for next week. And for you, how do you feel in this offense compared to having to learn a new offense at, you know, last year at this time? How, how different do you feel? I just think having learned NFL offense last season has helped me so much going into this year, just um, being used to having long verbiage and understand concepts of what we're trying to get done that are similar to what we did last year. And I just, um, you know, having be a little more mature, being a little older, um, finding out ways what worked for me last year and what did it feel a lot better heading into this next week of training camp and a lot better than I did last year going into training camp. Thank you. Hey, Dwayne, Rena and Walker with The Athletic. It's good to see you, and thank you again for doing this. What are the things that you're most excited to see once you get the full team out there, get against the defense? What is the thing that you're most excited about once training camp gets pads on and stuff like that? I think I'm most excited about the competition, uh, just being able to go against somebody against you across the ball and, um, you know, having to you know, go against Montez and go against Chase and the rest of our D-line and uh, go against our great corners and me and Landon go back and forth all the time. So, uh, just looking forward to the competition part of football and uh, being able to compete against someone else other than throwing on air. And, um, you know, hopefully just getting some camaraderie and getting team chemistry going that we can go in week one and we're all together as a team. You mentioned the defensive line, Chase and Montez specifically. Do you feel like if you can succeed against this defensive front with those guys, Jonathan Allen and the rest of that group, do you feel like you can succeed against other ferocious defensive lines in the league as well? Yeah, of course. Uh, we have a lot to prove. And uh, of course, we have a lot of talented first round picks on the front. And that kind of goes back for me to going back to college. 
um, going against the guys I went through against in college. So just getting used to having that speed of the game, being sped up in practice uh, to be ready for the game, I think it's going to help me out a lot going into week one, having all the edge rushes we have and the great interior pass rush as well. Thank you so much, Dwayne. Thank you. Hey, Dwayne, it's JP Finley from NBC Sports. Um, hope you're doing well. I wanted to ask you, Morgan Moses talked with us last week, and he said that he was most impressed by you taking over the role as the starting quarterback and just how you're handling yourself among the teammates. How do you feel like you've settled into that role, even though Ron hasn't maybe named you the starting quarterback yet? I think mostly it's just a mentality uh, going in every day to handling your business on and off the field. And, um, you know, I just feel you have to have a certain presence, presence and confidence um, when commanding an offense, when commanding a huddle. And um, having learned that going into the last couple of games of the season last year, just been trying to, you know, master that uh, the same edge that a Tom Brady or a Drew Brees has when he steps into a building, you know that he's there. And um, not necessarily having me named right now, but just, you know, Offense needs one. Uh, offense needs a guy that's going to, you know, take ownership and lead. And uh, why not be me? So that's what I've been doing. And when you get asked about the offense from last year, expectation. Uh, I will go after JP froze out there. Uh, Pete Haley with NBC Sports Washington. So much has been made, Dwayne, about your ability to throw. But when it comes to you as a runner, what do you think you can add there? Do you think that can be a pretty big part of your game in 2020 and beyond? Yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely want to be a pass-first quarterback. I love throwing from the pocket and dissecting defenses and, you know, making plays. But I feel like, um, you know, me being in really great shape right now, better than I was last year, and then me um, learning the, you know, the soft pockets of the, the, you know, where we're at in the pocket and then being able to extend plays, I feel like, with me being in better shape and me working on me being more explosive and a dynamic out of the pocket, I feel like that can be a part of my game that can be something and that I can use to, you know, make some extra plays or extend a third down, get a first down and, you know, make some stuff happen and, you know, got it. So looking forward to making some plays with my feet this year too. And then kind of unrelated to that, I mean, you threw with Antonio, Terrell Owens, Jerry Judy, your guys this offseason. Is there anyone on that list you want to connect with uh, you know, next offseason, any receiver you're looking to join up with eventually? Yeah, I think I'm filming with, with Danny and everybody, but um, I'll probably do it all again if I could next year. It was a great experience this offseason, having to be able to meet NFL legends and, you know, some superstars and, of course, getting with my guys and, you know, guys like Terry and Steve who want to be just like them and, um, you know, trying to elevate our game and get better. So, you know, whatever we have in store for next offseason, we'll get to it. But I'm excited to get ready for this year. Thank JP, you, JP, try again real quick. Thank you. Sorry for the Zoom troubles here. Um, Dwayne, I, I just wanted to follow up and say that your rookie season progressed significantly, but maybe this st statistically was bogged down by the first few performances. What are your expectations for 2020? Uh, I just want to be, you know, a great leader. Um, if I can try to be a captain this year, that'd be something I look forward to, you know, trying to achieve. But uh, just making the most plays possible, you know, making the best situations, uh, not making anything worse than what's going on in the game and, you know, trying to lead these guys and, and be a presence in the locker room to help win some games here and, uh, you know, just be a bright spot in D.C. Yeah, ben. Hey, Dwayne, uh, Ben Standick with, with The Athletic. <clears throat> Good to see you. Um, sort of along the line, if he just asked, we've obviously, every time we talk to somebody on Zoom, there's often a question about you. How do you look? What's the next step? Things like that. And I'm just curious for you, a successful season for you specifically, what, what's the next step? What are the things that you 
improved on? Like the one or two main things that you kind of on this year? Uh, probably the next step is just proving myself right. All the work I put in this offseason, you know, all the sacrifices, uh, extra time spent on and off the field and in the classroom. I just wanted to see that pay off and no statistical reasons or, you know, any, um, you know, trying to win any trophies, anything like that. Just being the best quarterback, best teammate, best uh, leader that I can be. And I just work on doing that every day and being better at that. And then hopefully that leads to, you know, some accolades and success down the road. But uh, right now it's just being as best as I can be and then being a leader for Coach Rivera and this team. Just curious, you just mentioned uh, sacrifices. What are some of the things that you, th- you thought you kind of did have to maybe put aside or, or, or move past in order to get where you wanted to, to get this offseason? Yeah, there's some personal things, having to cut some things out of my life. And, um, you know, that's just with anything, with trying to you know achieve greater heights is uh, to self-aware of yourself and be able to, you know, what you need to work on and what needs to be changed. So that's what I did this offseason, and I feel like it's worked tremendously, and it's only the beginning. Thank you. My name is Nikki Jabala from the Washington Post. Uh, how did the workout with Deshaun Watson and Cam Newton come together, and what did you gain most from your time with those guys? Yeah, I hit up Odell to work out uh, a couple of days while I was out in L.A. before training camp got started. And, um, of course, I uh, hit up on my quarterback coaches who was able to travel. And um, me, him, and Deshaun are great friends. So Deshaun was out there actually for, uh, I think it was some photo shoot he had to do. So uh, just being able to link with him. And then, of course, Cam works out at UCLA a lot. So um, having met both of them prior to, having been real close to Deshaun for the last couple of years and then really getting to sit down with Cam was just a great you know, experience to share wisdom and um, knowledge about the position, about life, and about, um, you know, things that we can uh, help each other. And um, that was a great conversation. I'll probably hold the rest of my life. You said you feel more comfortable just being in year two, even though you're starting in a new system. What areas do you feel um, the most comfort? Do you notice the most change coming into this season? Uh, probably just being around similar players. That's something that I felt really helped with my confidence, having you know, a lot of the same receivers, same offensive line back for the most part, and having AP back, uh, guys who believe in me. So I feel like that's definitely helped with uh, me being confident going into this offseason and going into this season. Hey, Joanne, Les Carpenter, Washington Post. Uh, good to see you. Thanks for doing this. Um, I, I was kind of wondering what you, you feel with this staff is the most for you. What do you like about working with this staff uh, so far? I would say well, I love working with the staff more, uh, not more than the last staff, but just in general, just the attention to detail that they have with me. Um, just being able to work with Sam Peasy on a daily day basis and Coach uh, Del Rio and uh, having Coach Turner in the Zoom meetings. Uh, they're very insightful, play a lot of ball, have been around football pretty much their whole lives. So uh, being able to have those three and Alex in the room and even Kyle, he, he knows a lot about this offense as well. And um, just how open we are in our communication with learning these these new plays and being able to help out uh, each other uh, with something that we may see on this play, what we like, what we like to alert, or how our footwork changes versus coverage. Uh, it's very open in the quarterback room, and, um, you know, I'm enjoying it. Are you guys using a makeshift quarterback room? And if you are, what, you know, which one is it? And what are you kind of, what do you, what do you, what is the conversation like? Is it different in there? Is it an odd place to kind of work? No, I mean, I think the, the Zoom is kind of like, you know, FaceTiming somebody, but you have multiple, multiple people in there. So um, I think we do a great job of just uh, letting uh, each person have the opportunity to share what they feel or what they uh, think about something. And, um, you know, ZPZ always keeps it fresh and as far as what we're doing. And, um, you know, it's a great meeting. I don't, I don't ever get, you know, bored of it or, you know, look forward to the next one, just enjoying what we got going on. Thanks. 
Hey, Dwayne, it's Matt Paris from the Washington Times. Uh, you've mentioned leadership a couple times now, and it's kind of been the theme through the offseason, but how does one go about being a better leader? What kind of the steps you have to take? What, what are things you have to do to become a better leader? I just think with being a, a better leader, you have to be able to sit yourself down and, you know, look yourself in the mirror and see what did I do well, what did I not do well, uh, what do I have to improve on, what do I have to um, keep improving on, and, um, you know, what are my areas of weakness um, on and off the field, and um, how do I make those weaknesses my strengths and how to make my strengths even stronger. And um, that's something that I worked on this offseason as far as, you know, self-awareness and then, you know, picking out the right workouts to do, uh, how to take care of my body, who to throw to, who not to throw to, um, where to throw, you know, especially with having this uh, COVID epidemic going on, where to throw, uh, what time to throw, you know, being around who and just making more calculated decisions. And then, of course, um, with making better decisions, people start to take notice and that's how you start to, you know, gain some respect. So that's how I've been leading. Quarterback is such like a natural leading position, and you've obviously done it your whole life, high school, college. But how different is it trying to lead at the NFL level? I think uh, having to lead in the NFL level is different than previous um, levels of football, just because you have to deal with some grown men. Um, you got you know 13, 14 year vets, uh, Hall of Famers, uh, guys who are looking for contract years, guys who are rookies who are trying to prove themselves, and you have just a whole different um, you know different perspective and 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 different people in your in your huddle. And uh, having learned something from Coach Day when I was in school is that leadership isn't about just having, you know, one club. You have to have multiple different clubs, different pitches, different wedges, being able to relate to different guys and, you know, different moments in a, in a game or in practice or being, and uh, know how to get across to someone, uh, even if it's not just uh, the whole room. So, uh, you know, just being a quarterback, being a leader, you have to be able to be versatile in how you lead and um, also, again, the respect, you know, if you don't have any respect, no one's going to listen to you or no one's going to really follow you. So that's all I've been trying to do is earn that. Thank you. Hey, hey, Dwayne, good morning. Uh, Chris Russell from SI.com and 106.7 The Fan. Uh, thanks for doing this. Um, could you talk about the difference now that you've been fully in it without yet being able to fully practice the terminology in this offense versus last year? Uh, versus, I guess, your final year at Ohio State? Is it easier? Is it similar, comparable in any sort of way? What do you like about it? Um, and, and I guess, does it make it easier for you in terms of being uh, in the huddle and being able to disseminate the information that you need to disseminate? You know, having been in a West Coast offense last year, the terms were more verbiage and the tags were longer. Um, it was a little more time to get the plays caught in the huddle. Um, in college, it was more so hand signals, so it was easy to decipher uh, what the, the play was just by having multiple different hand signalers on the field. But uh, this offense is kind of in between both of them. I'm having some, you know, tempo variances and uh, being able to have one or two keyword plays. And then there are some plays where you have to tag some stuff in a little bit in the number system. But um, I just like it just because uh, something new, being able to learn something and try to master it. And then, of course, Coach Turner having, you know, his father be Norv Turner and watch how his explosive his offenses were when he coached in the NFL and how Scott wants to attack defenses. Um, looking forward to seeing how he calls plays and, you know, just getting to know him and, and how aggressive he is in his play calling. I feel like this offense and the system that I'm in, I feel like it really fits me and I'm looking forward to mastering it. Um, just a quick follow-up, but a different thing. Um, and, and I don't want to put you in a tough spot. Have you been able to talk to like Darius since everything that went down just as a support system as a friend, as a, a teammate? Yeah, I was going to give Darius a couple of days uh, just to you know, let him um, clear his mind and things like that. And um, I haven't reached out to him yet, but I'm, you know, praying for him in the situation. And then, you know, 
hoping that the female is okay as well. And that, um, you know, it's unfortunate, but I'm more wrapped into football right now and in training camp and making sure my mind is right. And, um, you know, hope all the best for everyone in that situation. It's unfortunate. Thank you, Dwayne. We'll take two more. Heather McDonough, NBC4. Um, we kind of haven't even really touched much on the COVID situation and, and coronavirus. Um, a lot of people talking about what's different in the facility. If you want to weigh in on that, that would also be helpful about just kind of how different it is. But what about the social responsibility and guys holding each other accountable off the field? That seems to be really important looking what happened with the Marlins, the Cardinals, that's some of the colleges. Um, how important is that for you and how, I guess, empowered do you feel as a leader to have those conversations with people about being socially responsible off the field? Yeah, I feel being socially responsible is very important for this, the longevity of the season and then making sure the guys around us, you know, don't get, you know, don't, don't get sick. And, um, you know, just me being at home with my dogs and, you know, being secluded to a couple members of, you know, family or, or friends and then having just my teammates. I feel like it, it clears a lot of distractions as well, just knowing who, who you can be around as far as, you know, keeping yourself socially safe and then, you know, making sure you don't get in contact with anything that can make you sick, especially with having such a fragile, you know, situation where, you know, one person gets sick in the, in the meeting room and he's been around other players or been around the field with other players, then those players can also be out as well. So just knowing how it's a domino effect and how one person can mess up 20 people and then you don't even have enough to fill a, you know, a roster for game day. So being able to, to understand the significance of that and uh, just knowing that this is about football right now and uh, making sure that you, you know, hold yourself accountable for your teammates and for your coaches. Hey, Dwayne, this is Darren Haynes, uh, WSA9. Um, you are mentioning about working out with different people over the summer. I'm just wondering, what's the best advice that some of those veterans gave to you going into this season? Yeah, some um, probably just there's a whole bunch of advice and um, conversations that I had with a lot of players and, you know, players who have great history, some who have a little bit of a different uh, past and stuff. But, um, you know, just having, you know, conversations with Cam and him saying this, you know, be yourself. And um, it sounds cliche, but, um, you know, him going through what he went through in Carolina and then um, going back to college for him, um, you know, he's been through a lot. So uh, just hearing wisdom from him and how he handled his situation and that what was important for him for his growth to have that conversation with him. And then, you know, asking T.O. and Chad, who's been with, you know, some of the great quarterbacks in the past, uh, what's, you know, this guy like? How's Carson Palmer, um, you know, how's playing with McNabb when you were with McNabb or whoever you were playing with when you were in the NFL? You know, hearing their perspective, hearing how, you know, T.O. was in San Fran and then just um, seeing how they grow and how they change and then their process and then being, you know, retired NFL football players. So uh, just being able to, you know, have those conversations, um, you know, share those moments and then, you know, having a young conversation with Deshaun and Odell and other guys of that nature. And then, of course, you know, having Terry and having Steven, having Kelvin, uh, guys who are my age who are trying to figure out life as well, uh, just uh, figuring out the importance of knowing that we have each other and that we're able to, uh, you know, bounce off experiences and what we learn from certain things, uh, you know, having those friends and being able to relate to. I feel like it's very important uh, is uh, your success as a, especially as a black male African American athlete in America. Uh, just one quick follow up. Um, there's a lot of reports that the Big Ten is going to cancel the football season. What will be your reaction when you see a school like Ohio State and, of course, one locally, Maryland, um, where you see a whole conference and other conferences cancel the college football program? What will be your reaction to that? 
you know, I would just feel a lot of, uh, you know, hurt and uh, pain for them because I know what it's like to get ready for a season in college, especially with having winter workouts, spring football, summer conditioning, and how much work it is just to, you know, get to football time and, um, you know, all the time spent trying to get ready for the season and then to potentially not have one and the guys who are trying to get looks to, you know, potentially play professionally one day. Um, I just feel for them and grieve for them. I have a lot of friends. I still go to Ohio State, um, classmates that were I went to school with. Um, so I uh, just seeing that there's a possibility for them, you know, postponing or not having a season at all. I just, you know, feel for them because I know they work really hard for it. And, um, you know, I hope that the season happens for them.